Thank you, Jesus. 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 Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, now forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto thee. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. All I have needed, thy and hath provided great is thy faithfulness Lord unto me summer and winter and springtime and harvest sun moon and stars in their courses above Join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy and love. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, 
Lord, unto me. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, you were saved the sea. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. Thank you for giving us the privilege to be in your presence. As your people, what by the precious blood of Jesus. Lord, you have brought us into this 10th day of this month of December. Oh, Father, you've done so many miracles just in the first week of December, Lord. By the 10th, we've seen so many miracles. Hallelujah. You've done so many miracles we praise you praise you you're the God of wonders we praise you you're the Lord God who parts our Red Sea we praise you you're the Lord God who parts our River Jordan we praise you you're the Lord God who fills our valleys with water you're the Lord God who causes streams in the desert. You're the Lord God who raises up valleys. You're the Lord God who brings down mountains. And we thank you for every miracle that we've received from your hands in this year 2021. And every word you've spoken has come to pass. Every word. And we thank you for all that you've done, O oh God. And we thank you, Lord, with all which you've done this year. We promise to give you the glory to you and to you alone at all times. As a church, we thank you for bringing us through the fire. As a church, we thank you for what you've done. The gates of hell shall not prevail the gates of hell shall not prevail. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of God. The gates of hell shall not prevail. The gates of hell shall not prevail. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of God. Upon this rock, upon this rock, Upon this rock I build my church. Upon this rock, upon this rock, upon this rock, the word of God. Upon this rock, you are the builder. You are the builder. You are the builder. Of your church, you lay the foundation, 
the solid foundation. You are the foundation of your church. Upon this rock, upon this rock, upon this rock, the word of God, upon this rock, Christ the rock, upon this rock, the word of God, upon this rock. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you. Our Ebenezer, hitherto the Lord has led us, hallelujah. Hitherto the Lord has led us, hallelujah. Hitherto the Lord has led us, hallelujah. All through these 11 months and into the 12th month. Hitherto the Lord has led us, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for leading us. We thank you, Lord, for being with us. We thank you for doing great and mighty things in our lives, O Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, just as you said, through the mountain, through the mountain you've made a way. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Whatever problems we might have faced, Father, you've made a way. You've made a way. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 I pray that you will minister your truth into our spirits at this hour. Father, we come to you because you have the words of eternal life. We come to you, Lord, because you can prosper our spirits, our souls, our bodies, and our minds. We come to you, Lord, because we are in need of you. We come to you because we love you. We come to you, Father, because you are our Heavenly Father. We come to you, Lord, because We are your children, bought by the precious blood of Jesus Christ and who are led by the Spirit of God. We thank you, Father, for giving us this great privilege, great privilege to be your very own special treasure. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you'll speak to our hearts. Give us this day our daily bread give us this day our daily bread oh Jesus give us this day our daily bread thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus we just come to you it is our we ask you to have your way in our midst Speak to our hearts. Speak to our spirits. Oh, Jesus, do something special this morning. Father, do something special this morning. Do something special this morning. Do something special this morning. Thank you, Father. I pray may our voice, may our voice reach your throne of grace as we pour out our sacrifice of thanksgiving and our offering of praise through the assistance of our Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. And I pray may your voice 
Go deep into us, spiritual Lord. I ask you that you will turn our ears into listening ears to this hour. May our hearts, O Lord, be filled with the joy of God Almighty. O Lord, I pray that you will cause an inward change to take place this morning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I commit this word that you have given to us at this moment. And I ask you, Lord, that you will immerse it in the blood of Jesus. Immerse it in the oil of the Holy Spirit. Immerse it in the river of God. Immerse it in the fire of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you will set the hearts of your people ablaze for you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for all that you've done and for all that you're going to do. Thank you, Father. We come at this day into your hands. And I pray, Lord, that your kingdom may come in the lives of your precious people, each one who are here. We each are here because we know, Father, when we come together, you come down to visit us. That's why we are here. And so I pray, while we are here, that we may be here with our whole hearts, our whole minds, with every bit of energy we have. We just yield the members of our bodies to you. And I pray that you will do your mighty work in us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. Thank you, Father. Come at ourselves into your hands and I come against all the forces of darkness. And every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people, I bind them in Jesus' name. I take victory in Jesus' name. I ask you, Lord, that you will magnify Jesus. Every evil spirit that is trying to hinder the word of God from getting into the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people, I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Lord, magnify Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. For a few minutes, we are going to turn our Bibles to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 10. And I am going to read from verse... Just give me a minute. I'm just going to pull it up. Thank you, Lord. We are going to go to Thank you, Jesus. Verse 46 onwards. Mark chapter 10. We're going to go to verse 46 onwards. I'm going to read from 46 onwards. We're going to 
Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open the open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mark 10 from verse 46 onwards. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road, begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer. Rise, he's calling you. And throwing aside his garments, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Praise be to God. Verse 46, we see Jesus Christ with his disciples and the rest of the people who followed Jesus are going from one place to the other. As they are traveling, as Jesus went out of Jericho, after his work in Jericho was done, the people who are with him in Jericho, they are all following Jesus Christ out of Jericho. While they were going, there's someone there, Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus was described by his blindness all his life because that was something that disabled him, not only that, it defined him. Bartimaeus was disabled and his life was defined by his disability. I want to repeat. Bartimaeus was disabled and his life was defined by his disability. When someone is dominated by something and it is dominated to the extent that it defines who a person is, you know that 
that the devil has been oppressing that person to such an extent that people who see this person see their disability first. Not just the person, but they see the disability first. Have you seen that? When something goes wrong and it goes terribly wrong, before they'll even notice you, they'll notice that terrible thing. Have you been in that place? Whatever problems you might have been facing, whatever you have been going through. And it may be something that is defining who you are. It's plaguing your life to such an extent, or it was plaguing your life to such an extent, or it has been plaguing your life to such an extent, where that defines who you are. For some people, it's anger. When someone sees them, they'll know it's an angry person. That's what will come to them first. It's the first thing that will come to their mind. There are other people who are very bitter all the time. It's the first thing that comes out of their mouth, their behavior. People around them, when they see, they know, oh, that grumpy person. It's not that person. They see the grumpiness first. They see the bitterness first. Or they see the anger first. They are defined by whatever they are being oppressed with. God didn't make us that way. It's not God's will for us to live that way and die that way. God's will for us is to bring glory and honor to God. And when people see us, they should see Jesus in us and they should know that we are the children of God. Jesus said this. Men may see your shining light and glorify your Father which is in heaven. What should they see? They should see our good works, not our disabilities. They should see the nature of Jesus Christ, not the nature of sin. People should see our good works. When they see our good works, they'll know that, oh, this is just like the Father in heaven. That's because they are his children. Just like how God is good and he cannot be doing evil and he cannot be without doing good. His people, his real children, will also be good and they cannot be without doing good. They cannot do evil. That's why we see in, in the epistle of John that those who claim themselves to be the children of God will not sin because the seed of Christ is in them. Because that's not, that's not the nature of God. Sin is not the nature of God. 
May God speak to our hearts at this morning. Our God has given us the power to overcome all the powers of darkness when we walk in obedience to His Word because His Word is power. So, when this man was defined by his disability, people who saw him first saw his blindness. When someone is lame, that's the first thing they notice. When someone has something that stands up, Yesterday, I had to go to a doctor's appointment for my dad. You know, for his. After it was done, I saw a person. The first thing I saw, the person was the total abnormality that the person had on the face. The whole body was covered with the jacket, and she had the hood and the hat and everything. The whole face had huge blisters, not an inch left on the face. It just broke my heart. The sad part is, you cannot even give a second look, but I did. It just broke my heart. People can't even see that face. What an oppression of the enemy. She's standing outside for Salvation Army, out in the cold and saying, Merry Christmas. But when you look at it, there was things that, who will make such a person stand? Because people will not even want to see. Nobody's looking. Nobody will want to hear Merry Christmas. Because it's very scary. Very tragic. To even see. The first thing people notice is the first thing that really stands out. When human beings are pressed by the enemy, there are things that stand out externally and there are things that could stand out internally. That's why when somebody is angry all the time, they're so that angry man. There are people who, who don't even want to mention their name. Or oh, that bitter woman. Or this blind man. Or that autistic child. These are things they say. We live in this world. But that defines you by what you're oppressed with or that drug addict there. But Jesus comes to break human beings free from the oppression of the enemy. That they are no more defined by the disability. That they are no more oppressed by the enemy. That their disability or whatever is crippling them that draws attention 
to that oppression. It's lifted off just like how the veil in the temple that stood there for so many years was rent into two from top to bottom by God Almighty to give every one of us access to the Holy of Holies to the eternal God that is God Almighty that is who our God is whatever you may be going through whatever crippling situation you may be facing oh this is my personality this is how I've been since I was little and nobody can change me and this is how I am it's beyond my control I don't know this habit is always there whether it's internal or whether it's external God can make all things brand new God can erase your past and give you a new future God can take away that which is crippling externally and internally our God is a God who made the heavens and the earth with the breath of his mouth but the word that came out of his mouth, the Almighty God, the one who has compassion on all those who are suffering, Jesus Christ, he came to set the captives free. Why did he come? He came down from heaven, left glory, left his royal throne, he left those streets of gold, he left that holy, beautiful, glorious place where he was the king there. Those pearly gates. He left all of that. He came to walk on this earth. But when he came, most of the people didn't even know him, didn't care to know him when he was ministering. And most of his people came to him just to get things from him, many of them. Even his own family didn't have any regard for him. The Bible says when he came to his own, his own did not know him. They rejected him. He knew that this was going to happen, but still he came. Because he had compassion on us. He had compassion on the people. He said, I'm going to go and set these captives free. I don't want them to be held as prisoners to Satan, who's oppressing the people with diseases. Disease of the soul, disease of the mind, and disease of the body. And he came, and he set the captives free. Because of what he did. Because of his great sacrifice, it's not that, oh, he left heaven and he came and he didn't, he lived an uncomfortable life and healed people and he went, no. He came to die so that we can live. He came and he took our place. And his body was broken and beaten so that we can be healed. By his stripes we are healed. All these things he has laid up for us 
so that we don't have to be defined by the oppressions of the enemy. Our lives should bear the stamp of God, not the marks of Satan, not the scourge of Satan. Satan wants to brand the people of God with his sickness, with sin, with all kinds of oppression. He makes people empty. He makes people to weep and to feel lonely. He makes people to despair of living. He drives people into despondency. But Jesus comes and he sets the captives free. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. No matter what we go through, the same God of compassion, the same God who left heaven and came down to earth to take all our sufferings, to take all our sins upon Himself. He bore upon Himself all our sicknesses and all our sins. And He set us free. So we don't have to live being bound. We don't have to live being a captive of Satan. We don't have to live in captivity all the days of our lives and beyond. Jesus came to set the captives free. To this blind Bartimaeus, that's his first description, and then whose son is he? He was the son of Timaeus. And this man, he was sitting by the road and begging because that's what his disability did to him. Anytime Satan oppresses people, he robs them of the life that God has for them. He makes them into nothing. Blind Bartimaeus was one such person. Because of the oppression of the enemy, because of the disability that was placed upon him, his life was robbed from him. All he could do was sit and beg. Now that's not what the promise says for God's people. 
Jewish people, the people of God, have the promise that has been given by God, you shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above and not beneath. But blind Bartimaeus' life was not like that. It was contrary to every blessing that God had spoken upon his people. What happened to him? How come he was not someone who had that blessing? How come he was not above? But he's beneath. He's begging. When other people are able to go to work, he's not able to. He's only able to beg. He's not able to put his hands and feet and his brain and his eyes and his ears to work where he can do something that brings him satisfaction and brings him the wages that he needs in order to sustain himself. He was very different because of the oppression of the enemy. Now, there are other people who were there. They were not physically handicapped, but they were spiritually oppressed. But in Bartimaeus' case, he was physically oppressed. Everybody around him thought they were better than him. But we must understand oppression is oppression whether it's spiritual or physical. Spiritual oppression is far worse than physical. Nevertheless, both are territories that have been taken by Satan until a person is delivered fully from the grips of the enemy, from the captivity of the enemy. This is where Jesus comes to the scene. This is where calling out to God is vital. Now this man who was begging, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he did not waste a second. He did not waste a second. Once he knew I am coming in contact with the one who can change my life, the one who can destroy that disability that has defined my life. He made full use of that opportunity and made full use of that person. The only one who can set him free from this crippling disability that defined him and his life. May God speak to our hearts this morning. Whatever you have been facing, whether it's an external oppression or an internal oppression, Jesus has the power to set you free. Don't waste another second. Be like this Bartimaeus. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, that he is by my side, he is passing by. 
through his disability, he cried out to Jesus, saying, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. In spite of his disability, and through his disability, he cried out, no matter what you're going through, don't let the enemy use anything to shut you down, to keep you oppressed. No matter what you're going through, through the infirmity, through the oppression of the enemy, cry out to the only one, to God Almighty, who's able to set you free once and for all, who's able to destroy that very thing that the enemy is using to mark your life or to brand you with to say that hey I have power over your body I have put this disease on you hey I have power over your soul I have put this disease on you I have power over you Look at you. We need to have our ears open. It is Jesus. We need to have our senses open to Jesus. Bartimaeus was eagerly waiting. One day this Jesus will pass my sight. I heard a lot of things about him. One day I will receive my sight. One day, one day, God only knows how he would have been dreaming. Every time he was sitting to beg, from the moment he heard about Jesus, how Jesus healed people, he started thinking about how he was going to be healed, how Jesus is going to come and how Jesus was going to heal him and how he's going to have his eyesight and how he's going to be out of this state of begging and how he's going to run around and see everything that is around him. He would have been longing for that day ever since he heard that Jesus is there. To break him free from the disability that defined him. He was a man of faith. When that moment came, when that hour came, according to God's calendar, the God who saw his faith, heard his prayers. sent Jesus to go by his road where he was begging Jesus never randomly went anywhere Jesus had a purpose every time he ministered to someone he had a purpose and he said today I'm going to go by this side because Blind Bartimaeus is there and he has been waiting 
for his healing. Jesus sees your faith. Jesus sees your heart. Jesus sees your longing. Jesus has heard your prayers. And he says, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Bartimaeus didn't know when Jesus was going to come. He had been waiting every single day, sitting by the same spot. Is Jesus coming today? Is Jesus coming today? Jesus was in Nazareth. He was in Galilee. He was in different place. He was in Capernaum. Every day, he would have been waiting. Ever since he heard that Jesus can heal. In his heart, Bartimaeus knew that I'm not going to be in the state of blindness anymore. He thought how fortunate I am because during my lifetime, we have someone who can set me free from this disability that has defined my life, has defined me. I will no longer be defined by this disability, no longer. Be a beggar. Blindness and poverty was his portion until Jesus stepped into his life. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. When Jesus comes in, every chain will be broken. Every chain. Every chain. Not a single chain will be left. Every chain will be broken. It's important to make use of the opportunity when we know that the Lord is passing by. When we know that Jesus is in our lives, when we know that He is by our side, He's in front of us, it is important to call out to Him. Not let the oppression take over, but to invite the power of God and have God's power take over your body, take over your spirit, take over your soul. Take over everything that the enemy has used to afflict you. So this man, as soon as he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. He knew one thing. God's compassion is necessary. He knew one thing. He needed God's mercy. We need to pray. Prayers like of those who have obtained results from God. Bartimaeus was no longer blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, but he was Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. No more the beggar but someone who followed Jesus. What a transformation when a human being comes in contact with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Maker of Heaven and Earth, the one who has the power to create and has the power to destroy. Yet He chooses to create. He chooses to make all things brand new. 
in spite of all our weaknesses, in spite of all our lack of understanding. He comes to illuminate our conscience and He comes to illuminate our soul. To impart His faith so that we can be healed and be made whole. It was God who had mercy on Bartimaeus, who was blind. And it was God who orchestrated everything, moved someone in his life to tell Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus, there's this man called Jesus who is going around. He has so much compassion on people and he has so much power that he heals people of all their sicknesses. You can be made whole too, Bartimaeus. Someone went and gave him that good news. Because of that, Bartimaeus' faith grew. Because someone shared their testimony. They shared someone else's testimony. Whether you are like blind Bartimaeus or you are like someone who was the good news bearer to someone like blind Bartimaeus in your life. Be like the sun that would shine through the dark clouds for someone who is around you. Never say it's not my problem. Go and shout out to this world what great things God has done for you. Because there will be some blind Bartimaeus somewhere who will one day see because of you. Because you went and told him what the Creator God did for you. What the Creator God did for someone else. That their spiritual blindness, their spiritual disability, and the physical disability will be gone once and for all because of you being that sunlight through the power of Christ that would shine His light into the darknesses, those who are suffering, who are sitting in darkness all their lives. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Jesus came to set the captives free. Jesus has come to set all those who are oppressed of the devil. All whether it's spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, relational, financial, whatever the oppression is, Jesus came to set us free. If you have been healed, if you have been delivered by God, be like the light that God was to you in a small way. Because God is the healer. But you can tell people of what Jesus did for you. That their faith can rise up so that they can receive their own healing by going to the same Savior that you went to 
Blind Bartimaeus heard that, and his faith grew. And he said, when this Jesus comes, I'm going to be healed, and he was ready for that. If you're looking to God for a miracle, it's important for you to think about it, rehearse it, replay it in your mind. What are you supposed to rehearse, replay, think about in your mind? Jesus will touch me, Jesus will heal me, and after he is healed, this is how I'm going to live. That's what you need to meditate. That's what you need to think about. Not, will I get healed? When will I get healed? No. Our meditation should be, I will get healed because Jesus has the power to. When he comes, I will make use of that opportunity. I'm going to be like the people who went and touched the hem of his garment. I'm going to be like this Bartimaeus. Though blind, had the wisdom to get up from where he was and run to Jesus had the wisdom to scream out loud for God to have mercy on him so that God can hear him. Bartimaeus' voice drowned the voice of the crowd. Bartimaeus' voice reached the ears of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how prayer should be. Only those who have faith, their voices will drown the voice of all those who are against. A person from receiving the blessing of God. Bartimaeus was a man of faith. He was not a man who was into himself and into self-pity. He was not a man who missed out on the opportunity because of him saying that, oh, I don't feel worthy to receive this blessing and I'm going to be blessed. Maybe the healing is for other people and not for me. He was not one of those people who listened to the enemy. He knew. God will have mercy on me. God will heal me. He was a man of faith. He didn't have his external vision. But he was able to see it from within. He was able to see beyond what his blind eyes could see. He saw Jesus heal him. When did he see Jesus heal him? The moment he heard that Jesus was healing everybody else, he said, he will do that for me too. That's what faith is. He will do it for me, what he did for his people over and over and over again. My God is able, as the song goes. Let faith arise in the hearts of God's people. When they hear someone else's testimony. When you hear someone else's testimony, faith should arise. That's what testimonies are meant to do. 
to impart faith in the hearts of the hearers so that they too can receive what God has for them. Blind Bartimaeus was not hearing everybody saying that, well, Jesus heard all the blind people, he's hearing all, he's healing all blind people. He would have heard various different testimonies. He would have heard paralyzed getting healed, he would have heard couple walking, he would have heard different kinds of testimonies. He didn't say the well, those things are possible. My thing is so difficult. There are people like that. I'll always say. Mine is the worst situation. Other people is probably getting healed because their situation is less than mine. What are you trying to do at that point? You're trying to say that God has no power to heal you. You're trying to make your problem bigger than the rest of the problems that are there. And what are you doing at that point? You're closing the door to the healing that God has for you because of your unbelief. First of all, you're not the only one who has the impossible situation in the world. That's the truth. Secondly, your situation is a small thing for God no matter how impossible it may appear. That's the truth. So don't make things bigger than it actually is before God. That's the truth. No matter how difficult Vatimian's situation was, he didn't make it bigger than the God who has the power to heal him. He saw the one who was faithful. And he knew that he will have mercy on Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus knew that God would have mercy on him. If he would call out to him, Jesus would come and heal him. That's what faith is. Faith will see with the spiritual eyes beyond what human eyes can see. Human eyes will see something. But spiritual eyes will see something far different than what the human eyes can see. The spiritual eyes, they go by the truth. Truth prevails over every situation, over every life the enemy, and over every oppression of darkness. Bartimaeus cried out. He cried out really loudly. He cried out with everything that is within him. Because he had faith. Because he knew that if I call out to Jesus, he will answer me. And according to his faith, Jesus answered him. And he asked Jesus, the son of David, to have mercy on him. He got what he wanted. So that's what he cried out for. That was the first thing. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given. Whatever you ask for, you receive. He asked Jesus to have mercy on him. And that's what happened. So, in spite of people trying to shut him down, his voice drowned the voice of the enemy that came through the people that tried to stop him from receiving his own healing. There are many people who, who lose their blessings because they allow the enemy to use other people to offend them and they leave the presence of God. What happens? They lose the blessing that God has for them. They lose the place that God has for them. They lose the will of God. They're outside the will of God. Why? They said, he offended, she offended, they offended. Who cares who offends? Are you here to be set free? Are you here because God wants you to be here? 
Who is your God? Is yourself your God? Are you your own God? Making decisions for yourself? Because if you're led by others who are going to push you down, they will lead you into a deep ditch. That's what Satan will do. Because he does not want you to get healed, because he doesn't want you to be delivered, because he doesn't want you to grow, because he doesn't want you to inherit the blessings of God. What will Satan do to people who are all the time looking at other people and offended by people? He will use other people to offend you, to get you out of the presence of God, to get you out of the house of God, to get you out of the place of healing, to get you out of the pool of Bethesda. Very important for us to know here, no matter what happens, be where Jesus is. Don't let another human being drive you out of the presence of God, out of the house of God, or out of anything. Because Satan can use human beings who are open to the devil to try to get you out before you can get what God has for you. But Bartimaeus didn't let that happen to him. No matter who says what, I'm going. No matter who stops me, I'm not going to be stopped by anybody. I'm going to go to the one who has the power to heal me, the Lord Jesus. So he cried out all the more. His voice drowned the voice of the enemy that came through the people. Be someone like that. Don't let anyone bully you. Don't let Satan bully you through anyone and keep you from the blessing that God has for you. Don't let the enemy use anyone to drive you out of the presence of God. Don't let the enemy use anyone to drag you down. You need to have the inner strength to drown every other voice other than the voice of the Holy Spirit. Your focus should be on Jesus and you getting set free and you rising up to become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and to do His perfect will. As we close this morning, I want you to understand in the midst of all the oppression and the oppressors, Bartimaeus' voice prevailed and Jesus' voice prevailed over Bartimaeus' circumstance and over his oppressors to bring the healing that was necessary for Bartimaeus and also was expected by Bartimaeus to take place. Jesus stopped everything he commanded Bartimaeus to be called. If you call on Jesus, Jesus will come. And he will answer you. You will be called by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And you will be set free. Now, verse 50 says, And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. Why? He was so excited. Because he was expecting for so long. This is the most exciting moment of his life that he was expecting. He was dreaming about it. And there he is in that moment. 
where his whole life was about to be changed. We need to be people of faith when we come to the presence of God. We need to come with expectation when we come to the house of God. We need to come with expectation when we come to the morning calls, when we come to the Bible studies. Our eyes, our ears, our everything must be focused so that we receive what God has. Otherwise we won't even know when Jesus came and when Jesus left, we're still sitting with blindness. We have to be responsible and not be responsible for our own souls and for our own deliverances. Because deliverance is not going to somehow hop, skip and jump and come to us. God will send people to let us know what God is doing. The call will come, 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 come. It's not going to be there forever. We need to, once we get that message, once we get the truth, we need to seize and make use of the truth. God will come to our rescue to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or imagine according to the faithfulness of God Almighty. May God bless us this morning with this word that he has given that it may sink deep into your hearts that your life may turn out to be like the life of blind Bartimaeus who was no longer blind Jesus looked at him and he asked him this question what do you want me to do for you what do you want me to do for you the blind man said what he wanted. He said, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Lord, I want to receive my sight. This is my desire. I want to receive my sight. He received his sight. You know why? Because that was his dream. You need to be people who would not only hear testimonies, not only read these passages but if you have a problem that is going on you need to be someone who would meditate on his word and dream what God can do for you that's what faith is it sees what the natural eye cannot see you need to be a person of faith then your dream will become a reality because your dream is based on God's word. God said this will happen. You need to be able to see through God's word what God can do for those who trust in Him. You need to be able to see what God can do because He's a compassionate Father. Because he wants you well, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, relationally, and financially. Because God wants you well. Because God wants you to be the head and not the tail. He wants you to lend and not borrow. He wants you to be above and not beneath because it is God's word. He wants you to be free and not to be bound by sin. No disability, no disease, no sin should define who you are. Nothing. No oppression of the enemy should define who you are. 
I was once blind, but now I see. That's the testimony of blind Bartimaeus. For the prodigal son's father, my son was once lost, but now he's found. He was once dead, but now he's alive. That's his testimony. When you read these things in the Bible, what do you do with those things? What do you do? You just read it and just keep going because I finished my reading today? Or is it causing you to expect God to do the same in your life? Now you dreaming about it. Are you expecting it? Are you rejoicing over it? Bartimaeus so excited because his dream came true. What he was expecting of God was granted by God and there he was standing before the maker of heaven and earth because he used what he had and did not complain about what he didn't have. He used his voice that God gave him and expressed his faith in God. He used his voice that God gave him and he cried out to Jesus Christ who had the power to heal him. He used the voice he had to draw near to Jesus and for Jesus to draw near to him. Faith comes by hearing. In hearing the word of God, it's important to hear the word of God and let God's word do its work, not just be someone who just reads and just flips to the next page. But that reading of God's word should do something in you. Not someone who comes to every Bible study, every meeting and then and get a little bit stirred up and there's no follow-up. You need to have the Word of God do something in you. Take that and meditate on it. Take the Word of God and meditate on it. When you meditate on it, your faith will grow. And then you will have expectation, which is your dream of what you want God to do for you based on His Word. And God's Word says, those who expect, the expectation shall not be cut off. If you don't have expectation, what is there for God to do? Nothing. This is why. I want to read this verse and close with this. And let's go here. Jesus then said to him, verse 52, Go your way, your faith is made you well. What made him well? His faith. Because he was someone who heard it, who believed it, and who started living it out even before he received it. That's what faith is. When you start dreaming about something that you don't have, you know that now. Something has happened inside of you. 
because you're not living by what you're saying. You're expecting God to do something, which is impossible. And what you expect of Him shall come to pass, because your expectation is based on His Word. That He can do and He will do me. That I don't, I no longer need to be defined by my disability. But I can be set free. That that yoke that shouldn't be there, which has been placed on me, will be broken when I come face to face with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. When I come into the presence of the Almighty God, the power that shatters the powers of darkness will remove that oppression, will remove that pain, will remove that guilt, will remove that shame, will remove that poverty, remove that very thing that has kept you bound for so long. When you have the faith that comes from hearing the Word of God, and that faith that you put into action, by truly taking what God has spoken and making it your own, by bringing it before you day and night, and meditating on what God will do based on what God has spoken. That's what faith is. And the expectation of such people will not be cut off. It will be fulfilled, met by God Almighty. Shall we pray? Father, thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. For this word that you have given from your throne of grace, where you have spoken to your people on how to receive every blessing that the King has reserved for his people, all those who were placed there, faith in him. And it will show by their action that they truly trust him. Thank you, Father, for all your blessings. Thank you for the joy that comes in the morning. And thank you for all that you've done, O oh God, thus far. You've never failed your people. You can never fail your people. And as the eyes of the servants look to the hand of the master, the eyes of the maidservants look to the hand of the mistress. Our eyes look to the maker of heaven and earth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word that you've given to your people this morning. And I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. You're so good. You're so good. You're so powerful. You're so powerful. 
You're so merciful. You're so merciful. We are so privileged. Oh, we are so privileged to be your people. Your very own. We thank you, Lord. I pray that the word that you have spoken to people may go deep into the hearts of your children. That they may take it, understand it, live by it, so that they too can see many, many, many miracles in their lives, just like the blind Bartimaeus did. No more was he blind, no more was he a beggar. His destiny was changed. And what defined him was shaken, uprooted, and taken out of his life once and for all, permanently removed out of his life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for The people that you used in his life who were the agents who brought the word of God to him the good news bearers people who came and told him what you were doing in the lives of others I pray that you will use every single person in our church O oh Lord to be good news bearers people who will tell others about what God is doing in our midst here to the very same God who delivered them who has healed them can heal them too can heal those who are oppressed too may our church become light those good news bearers who can bring many to the feet of God like blind Bartimaeus was brought to Jesus because his faith arose the moment he heard the good news so I pray that you will make our people effective O oh Lord effective bearers of good news when they tell people about what Jesus has done for them and for others in our church the faith of those people who would hear would rise up that they too may come to the house of God with expectation and that the expectation will never be cut off thank you for this word as your servant standing in the presence of God before the throne of God according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God I bless your people with all your blessings that you alone can bless them with according to the word that you have delivered to them this morning that they may become people of faith people who take in the word of God and believe God's word 
that no, that no element of unbelief be present in them. That they would give the good news to others and bring them to the very place that God healed them. So that others can be set free. To the very place where the healing river of God is flowing. And I pray, Father, that faith arise in the hearts of the people right now. That they may come with expectation when, we come to the, when they come to the presence of God. And to have the joy that comes from the faith. That comes from the expectation. God will set them free. With this blessing I bless your people with that they may be good news bearers of the truth that can set people free. Bring them to the fountain of life. That they may have the faith that can save their souls and the souls of others. That they may have the faith to receive their own healing and lead others to receive theirs by coming to the fountain spring of life. Here at El Bethel and Trash Ministries to the house of God where Jesus is working. And I thank you Lord for doing this. That each one when they come to the house of God may come with great expectation. May they be people of character and of great faith that they may have that inner strength to drown every other voice other than the voice of God. That they may put down every opposition of the enemy that stands in the way of them receiving the healing, the deliverance, the blessing, the breakthroughs that God has for them. And it pronounces blessing upon your people this morning. And whoever is worthy of this blessing and has a faith for it, let it land on them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.